Welcome to the Oak Hill Basketball to Jamaica podcast. This is uh, episode number seven of season one. We've spoken to all of the kids. We're actually back in uh, sitting on our connecting flight in Houston and waiting to come all the way home. Uh, we've heard from, again, many different ages of the kids, many different variety of topics, and, and we thought it'd be good to hear from the adults in regards to some of the experiences that they had over the course of the week with these 32 some odd kids. And so I want to pass the mic around. I have all seven of the adults, or I have seven of the adults. We had other adults that aren't are otherwise occupied right now. And so I'm going to pass it around and uh, you're going to answer two questions. Who are you and why uh, did you sign up for the trip? In other words, why were you here? All right, I'm Steve Sugart, and I teach eighth grade and help coach the eighth grade basketball team. Uh, why did I come on this trip, or why am I here? I wanted to come on the trip. You know, obviously, my expectations were I'm going to be a chaperone. I'm going to help lead. I want to help uh, foster different things in the kids and, and see what they experience and then also have that experience for myself. Um, I'll get into later what it ended up being more uh, about, but uh, that's kind of why I came to, to just be there for the kids and, and to help support them and be a leadership role. I'm Ben Johnson. Uh, also, I teach in the junior high high school like Steve and Kevin. Uh, I also coach the eighth grade basketball team with Steve Shugert. Um, I came on this trip because I've had the opportunity to teach and or coach most all the boys on the team. And like every other man on this trip and one female adult. Uh, I, I love these students and I wanted to be a part of what I hoped was a life-changing event. I'm Lisa Belcher and I teach uh, seventh grade literature and have had most of these students in class. A year or two ago, one of my colleagues went on a missions trip to work in an orphanage and that really got um, Lauren talking to me about wanting to go on a missions trip. And when this opportunity came about, I was grateful to be able to accompany the girls. And um, it's just been a really neat experience to be here with them. I'm Kurt Taranchik, and I uh, came on this trip. Um, first and foremost, I have a son that uh, asked me to come on this trip, and I felt privileged to come. I also work with CSI Ministries, so I've done a lot of behind-the-scenes things, but um, just a privilege to be here with your kids and mine. Uh, my name is Matt Hussong, and uh, came here with my son Connor, and it was just uh, came with the attitude of first missions trip uh, out of the country, and just uh, thought this would be a great time to not only uh, come with my son, but also uh, get to know uh, some of the other kids and adults on the trip. My name is Josh Strange. I have served two capacities on this trip. One is an assistant basketball coach, uh, just here to support the program uh, with this important piece of going on a missions trip. And also as a father, as I have uh, two children, Matthew and Abigail on this trip as well. And my name is Kevin Cabe. Uh, I came with two sons, uh, Connor, who's an outgoing senior, and Cameron, who's an incoming freshman. So that was part of the draw for me. The other reason I came was just because of what an unusual opportunity this is. Uh, and I'm so grateful for our coaching staff to have 
taken the initiative to bring the entire group of 30-some kids uh, from a public high school basketball team to come down here and to serve. And so it's been a pleasure to, to serve alongside them. Okay, so the next question is, what did you anticipate your role for the trip being? And did you fulfill that role or was there a different different way that God led you on this trip? Uh, I guess I thought my role would be, okay, chaperone, leader, uh, just help kind of guide things as we go around if we split kids up in the group. And I guess what it really ended up being for me is, is wow, just a lot more uh, growing in my own faith, but seeing these kids work hard at building houses, work hard at building relationships with the people we built the houses for, and working hard at building relationships with each other. And my role kind of morphed into, hey, sit back and watch the kids and see what they're teaching each other, teaching me and teaching the the, the people that we that we built the houses for, and then just kind of encourage them and love on them uh, and tell them what a wonderful job they're doing and back them up and what they were already doing because I was able to really just take a back seat and watch them flourish on their own and just be more of an encourager. And uh, I think that's, that's about it. Uh, yeah, like Steve said, I, I feel my job coming in was to be a chaperone to help lead uh, a devotion with a group that Coach Rembarger had set up and um, really be used where needed as an adult on the trip. Um, like Steve said, though, I it was awesome to be able to go onto the work site and, well, watch the two Jamaican men just dominate the entire site. Um, but then besides that, to help get the guy started. And then we got to go stand in the shade, which was really sweet for us, um, and and watch the boys take off with it. Uh, and then the last two days, Lisa uh, and Lauren come and be a part of our work site as well. Um, I, I think something else that kind of happened throughout the week was um, myself and I know every other adult here, we got the opportunity to help make sense of um, situations that came about, whether it was on the work site or whether it was questions in a devotional time um, or just something about the culture of Jamaica with the limited knowledge we had and um, hopefully help make sense, put some kind of paradigm together for the boys to understand uh, what they were seeing and what they were experiencing. I think when I came on this trip, I, I thought I would be there for the girls, a token mom if needed for any of the guys. Um, thought that I'd probably be doing a lot of painting on the sites and did that. Um, but it certainly has, you know, turned into a, a role that's become so much more um, leading a devotion group and listening to the kids in that group getting to know those guys better and then um you know just being able to step back on the different job sites lauren and i were privileged enough to visit all three job sites and um take pictures and being able to see how the guys interacted with the jamaican families and with each other on the job sites and how they stepped up when there was a need um, when one of the guys would yell cutter and Cody would come running to cut a board and just uh, 
their their leadership and their drawing in of, of each other and the families at the different job sites. Um, just being able to step back and watch them interact here at the guest house and enjoy each other's company. Um, that's been that's been more than I anticipated as part of what I would get from that. Um, and it's it's just been a really special experience as, as they've filled me up as we've gone throughout this. Hi, it's Kurt Tragic. My, uh, I had just been my role coming in um, as being a lot more and bu busy uh, as in most trips that we take. I'm very active in it in the planning, and I've really enjoyed this trip because it's allowed me just to sit back and it's confirmed in my life why we why I do what I do, and it's been so encouraging to see the kids and just be an observer and just watch how they are unfolding and and the blossoming and as parents you would be really proud of your kids and the way they acted their work ethic and the way they treated each other uh yep this is matt Hussong, and i think coming into it i really uh getting a child uh, prepared to come and you're kind of as a as a father you're, you're more interested in trying to focus on uh, getting them ready and mentally prepared i really wasn't to prepared and had an idea of what would happen once we got on site but once we got here and kind of saw the camaraderie amongst the kids and uh, the adults and really had that time just a fellowship uh, really became apparent that I wasn't here to to help make sure that everyone you know stayed safe and got to bed on time and those kind of things but really had the opportunity to, to really engage with a lot of the kids and get to know a lot of them and as a father you know was pretty proud of all the considered them all sons on our work uh, side to say you know each one of them worked so hard and for me uh, really exceeded my expectations of, of what my role was as, as really more of a consumer of of uh, taking in the experience rather than trying just to step back and let them do it. The, the kids were just amazing to include the adults and uh, kind of viewed everybody as equals. With this being the second missions trip that the Oak Hill Basketball Program has done, um, based upon my first experience with Coach Rimbarger and Pastor Key, um, I anticipate coming in just kind of being a leader and coordinator and helping make sure we're getting where we need to be and on time and things of that nature and make sure we got all our kids from point A to point B and uh, keeping them on task. Um, but being on the job site, uh, Kurt Tranchik and I were at house number two. And in terms of trying to make sure kids stayed on task and do what they're supposed to be doing, uh, it wasn't necessary. It wasn't needed. Uh, the kids all embraced their jobs. They enjoyed what they were doing and really took ownership and uh, what they were here to do. Um, you know, it, there wasn't really much need, I think, for adult leadership most of the week. Uh, I think the kids themselves have really stepped up and just taken ownership in every capacity, whether it's on a work site, uh, whether it is uh, in devotions, um, just a lot of a lot of growth, and with being uh, their former teacher, with being one of their coaches, you can see growth from them as a basketball player from year to year. You can see academic progress, um, but the growth that they have shown as just young men and women this year's or this week has been astounding. 
uh, I don't know that I had specific expectations as far as what this uh, week would look like. I think the biggest question I had was how would 35 boys uh, respond to being out of their comfort zones and being stuck together for a week um, across several age groups. Uh, I wasn't sure how they would respond to uh, interacting with the Jamaican people. Um, and again, as these guys have said, they far exceeded my expectations. And I think the thing that I was impressed with was how at the guest house, their camaraderie and they could be crazy and loud and laughing and have fun together. And on the work site, work extremely hard in difficult conditions. Uh, they work circles around most of us adults. And you, uh, I worked with 15. We had three groups. And uh, so the group that I, I didn't see the other two groups, but the group of 15 that I worked with, every parent could be proud of how their uh, child handled the work site. Um, how they interacted with the Jamaican people and really the transformation that they experienced this week. Okay. So Kevin uh, kind of double answered right there. He, he not only answered the first question, but kind of led me into the second question as well, which is um, you did a really good job of explaining what specifically you saw this week. It's really hard. John said, uh, John Key said uh, day number two, as we were sitting there talking about what we were seeing and, you know, it's kind of some of the unbelievable things that we saw. He said, Jamaica's hard to explain to other people, isn't it? And it really is. So as specific as you can, because parents are listening and supporters are listening and they really kind of want to know, you know, what you're talking about in, in terms of being proud of them. Uh, what were some specific things that you saw in any aspect of the entire trip during the course of this week? Uh... This is Steve Shirt again. Um, I would just say, man, there's not. There, it's too hard to point one out. The growth that these boys had, uh, the love that they poured out to the people that they were building the house for, the interactions that they made, and the love that they uh, showed for each other. Uh, last night we had a debriefing and were able to. You know, had a little meeting where everybody was able to just speak uh, love into people, go up and talk to people about what they mean. And I, I, it's hard to explain unless you're here, but the Holy Spirit was here. Uh, and he really touched the lives of everyone here. And to come back, I, I just implore that you talk to your kids uh, about what they experienced, not just on the work site, but just the whole experience and how they grew in their faith. And um, I'm so proud of them, I guess, specifics of how they just included everyone. There was no animosity. You get that many boys together sometimes at this age and the bravado and the wanting to do this and that. You just didn't have it. Everyone was loving on everyone. Uh, everyone was there for each other. Uh, I saw a lot of hugs, a lot of laughter, a lot of fun, but a lot of learning and growing. And believe it or not, a lot of tears in uh, just when the Holy Spirit touched them and, and the things that they shared. Uh, wow. It was just a great, great experience and just so proud of them and their willingness to do anything and everything that it took to make this successful 
for the people that they work for, but they're going to come back a changed, a changed person, a changed group. And uh, I'm looking forward to the impact that they're going to have on each other in the next several years and the impact they have on the Oak Hill community. Uh, what I'm going to take away from this experience that I got to see from these young men and uh, young ladies is um, watching hearts break um, in such a beautiful way uh, by experiencing the Lord, by its experiencing true service uh, for other people who uh, really, um, and, and ask your sons and two daughters about it, but uh, people that can't really help themselves, ask them how much uh, the family who they built a house for made each month or made every other month or were receiving from the government. It, it truly astounded me to hear the numbers. And yet um, our group went out and these our young adults went and just served and they shared and they opened up to them and they invited the Jamaicans into their life. And what was really cool was the Jamaicans invited all of our students um, back into their lives. And it, it was absolutely amazing to see. And uh, when our students got the opportunity for dedication of houses, um, it, you could see it just break hearts in such a positive way. There were tears. Um, there were students volunteering to go up and be open and speak and share and pray that um, absolutely floored us adults when they raised their hands and wanted to be a part of it. Um, we also got to experience a great uh, evening kind of a wrap up on Thursday night. Um, and I, I thought Todd, the missionary down here, uh, along with his wife, Sue and Mike, um, I thought he did a great job of just opening up uh, the evening to um, talk about and to really kind of relive what we've been going through and um, watching what it did for our young men and two young ladies was absolutely amazing um, in a time where maybe it's not a it's always okay, but maybe it's not as accepted for uh, these young men to be emotional and teary um, watching kind of hearts break and watching uh, walls put up to kind of protect themselves, watching them all break down and watching these young men um, hug each other and uh, the men on the trip and just talking about how much they appreciated what they had um, and tell each other how much we loved each other and just appreciate what God was doing. Uh, it was it was truly a great experience. And, and that to me is what's really going to stand out from this trip. I've really enjoyed watching the guys interact with the children of Jamaica on the different um, job sites, the way they try to draw the kids out and would made friends with these kids, made up a game with ping pong and board pieces. Um, they did some hand slapping games with the kids, um, did uh, card tricks at, at one site, just the way that these guys have interacted with the kids at the job site, but then yesterday as well at the school um, when they were playing tag and running around with all these guys, the, the, the joy that those students felt because our young men were there playing with them, um, you know, letting them climb all over them, um, carrying these little kids around and everything. That was, that was truly special. And I know for the guys that that meant a lot, but then like, like, like these two have said, um, Thursday night was special, and there were a lot, there were a lot of hearts that were bared, and um, just emotions put out there. And I think that, you know, the presence, the, the presence of the Holy Spirit was felt in so much and moving through and among 
these these guys and even to an extent tonight um, as they shared again tonight that that power could be felt and um, just really looking forward to seeing them take that out into the world and and what they can do with that from here hi Kurt Turanchik back um, when I think about the word impact I think of I worked on job site two with uh, 14 to 15 kids and uh, to be in a different culture um, to have an intense, oppressive heat, uh, to be thirsty all the time, hot, tired, uh, surrounded by people on the job site that uh, don't look like you, don't act like you, and certainly don't talk like you. Um, I was just amazed of our kids and their ability to put down the hammer and go over and interact with those, those uh, Jamaicans. And um, I just couldn't be more proud um, to be part of the Oak Hill community and and this opportunity is uh, is a home run. Yes, for me, uh, I was on job site number three, uh, which uh, had three adults, uh, Ben Johnson and Steve Sugart, and really allowed us the opportunity to, to try to connect uh, with those girls, uh, had, had three young girls and some other cousins and uh, kids that would come and go. But, uh, you know, as I think back and reflect on the trip, uh, knowing on Monday morning at, at 630 there was a, a truck loading up and we all got on buses and, and all three groups loaded up and, and got on the job site, you know, with, with a blank slate. You know, some were all three job sites were totally different. But um, having no idea that after three days of being on the job site would have the impact uh, that it did. And uh, to see the kids come through uh, for the dedication service. I mean, for some of you that don't know what a dedication service was, is that, you know, your sons and daughters uh, volunteered to read scripture, to, to pray, to, to do multiple various things. And, and it wasn't selected for them. These kids, uh, as some of them have said, they came out of their shell this week. And, and I think that was kind of that first step of them saying, yes, I would like to pick my own Bible verse and I would like to pray, you know, come up with my own prayer. And, and so that for me, for that was the moment uh, to know that, that these kids saw something that was blank and they, they, they finished the task and then at the end, you know, kind of send it off with a true blessing to the to the families. And uh, probably one of the saddest moments uh, of the week was really when the, the kids would say to to a Kean Hyatt or to some of the kids that uh, really impacted their their work site to say, will you come back and see me? And uh, to see the emotion in uh, Kean's uh, face and a lot of the other kids, all the kids, you know, just really understanding of, of how, A, how they changed their world of, of uh, providing this home, but then also uh, knowing how those kids really impacted our kids was really a true blessing. And, and I know there's a lot of work by the parents that went into raising money uh, and a lot of sp uh, sponsors and a lot of fundraisers that went over the last 10 months. But, uh, you know, I just, I just uh, want to let you know that your money uh, has changed a lot of lives in, in Jamaica and uh, on the kids that will be coming back on the, on the plane uh, later. Uh, you will not recognize your sons and daughters when they come home. And uh, I just hope that you prepare your hearts uh, to, to be ready to receive them and to help them grow even further. Some things I've seen throughout the week, um, 
I guess I want to provide a little bit more clarification of what you've heard from some of the boys on previous podcasts as I've sat and listened. Um, you've heard a lot about um, getting out of my comfort zone. And for all of them, that's been a, in a different capacity. Uh, in previous years, I've had some of these kids on as uh, players for me, I'll ask for someone to lead us in prayer before a game. And you always get the same one or two kids that do it for every single game, 18, 19 times. So for some of them, being out of that comfort zone was praying before dinner uh, in front of their peers. That, that's a stretch for them. Uh, you got some kids that would walk down the hallways at school, uh, see people they've been going to school with for the last seven, eight, nine years, and it's hard for them to speak two words to that person because, yeah, I know who they are, but I really don't know them. To now I'm meeting someone for the first time that I have absolutely no idea who they are. I know nothing about their background, um, but I'm willing to start interacting and asking questions and playing games. Um, so when they talk about their comfort zone, that's one of the big things that I've noticed throughout the week. The second thing you've heard a lot of is they've talked about how much closer they've grown together. Um, and when they talk about their growth with their teammates, they're not talking about friendships. They're talking about their growth and their faith and supporting them spiritually, um, not just from a friendship standpoint. Uh, the bonds and the connections that I have seen formed this week are unexplainable. Um, they're going to try and explain some things to you when they get home that they're going to have a difficult time putting into words um, just because it's one of those things you have to see to really get a true understanding of the bonds that have been formed here. Very, very, very quickly, does anybody have an anecdotal story that they would like to tell or something that they saw during the course of the week? Uh, I do have a... You didn't want to hand me the microphone. <laughs> I, I'll give you an anecdotal story on our work site. Is that what you thought I was going to say? Yeah. Yeah. We had uh, here, we were worksite one, so if your child was on workshop one, uh, Coach Rimbarger and Coach Key and myself uh, were on a workshop or worksite one. Uh, we had Harry as our Jamaican, uh, Jamaican builder, and I'll never forget the picture. We had, we had a very steep hill that we had to work with, and maybe some of the guys have already said that, uh, but Harry was a, the kids said Harry was a machine. And I'll never forget the picture of Coach Rimbarger walking up that steep hill, probably about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, totally exhausted, as, as I was, with two 2x4s in his arms. And Harry running down the hill past him, grabbing, what, eight, nine 2x4s uh, under his arm that looked like toothpicks, and running up the hill, <laughs> passing Coach Rimbarger on the way up. Um, now, the only reason I'm laughing is because it could have easily been me. I just happened to, <laughs> I happened to be sitting under the shade tree, I think, at the time, taking a break. Um, so that, the other quick observation about we spent a lot of hours at the guest house together, and two phenomenons broke out. I'm not sure how this happened. There, There is a basketball goal here. That was the least used of anything at the guest house. Uh, cornhole and euchre broke out in a crazy way and we we had three tables playing euchre at one time but we saw kids 
of all levels playing together, playing with coaches. If, if an outsider came in, they would not be able to tell who was what age, who were the starting five. Um, these kids interacted in a way that's hard to describe if you weren't here. We had regular euchre. We had six-handed euchre. They played five-handed euchre, whatever that might be. Six-handed euchre scoring, normal scoring, and then six-handed parentheses scoring by one Mr. Steve Shugart. I'm going to let Steve wrap up the podcast, and, and uh, he's got about a minute and a half to do so, about a minute, to talk about what he hopes the impact of this trip will have on our kids. All right, real quickly, this uh, impact – for these kids, they need to come. They're going to come home, and they're going to be changed, like like it was stated before. And they're going to be really wanting to stick with each other, and love on each other, and love on the community, and be there for each other. And the the challenge to them, and and they've they challenge themselves. In fact, is to come home and make sure that. We are not going to just leave what we learned here, leave the growth that we made here, but to go home and take that with them. And whether it be in football, basketball, those sports, whether it be just hanging out and everything else, the love and the camaraderie that they found and the love that they found through Christ, that common bond, to be able to expand on that and to grow grow on that. There was a statement made by one of the missionaries uh, that I think you parents need to hear, and it was basically Oak Hill School, that they've done a lot of missions trips, and that they thought Oak Hill showed more Christianity and more faith and more love and more servanthood than almost all of the Christian schools that they came here. So I want to leave you with that and make sure that you know that you have done a great job, and they're going to come home and continue to carry that through.